good. Oh, me, oh, my. Jimmy J, back again. DP and the Cricket coming at you for the Straight Love Podcast. Thank you oh so very much from the bottom of my warm... Infinite heart. Infinite heart. God, I thank you for always finishing all my thoughts and feelings and sentences there, Jimmy J. Probably related in another life. Well, I would assume so. I would assume so. How many past lives you think you've had anyway 56 god you were it was, it was like you knew i was going to ask you that question yeah did you did, have you thought about that before did i that was number told just that came to you? are you serious Somebody yeah yeah you? i was told that by a spiritual medium in 2012 uh, oh shit that's right yeah you, a spiritual medium that's right now did you was that like a tarot card reading kind of thing or did you sit down and do like a uh did you take a pint of your blood and, and <laughs> pour it all over her body or how did that i, I have no idea how these oh, things man. work uh no she was just uh she is a spiritual guide medium so she can communicate with your guides and and how accurate was one that was some of the things that she was saying to you within the within the first literally four minutes i was like okay there's no one else that knows what you're saying isn't that amazing because I, i and i've seen you know youtube videos and that kind of thing of 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 mediums and okay so do you do you remember any of the specific th- things that she was yes. dead on about yeah for sure so one of the big things was at the time so this is about 10 years ago i was very uh in terms of like when in terms of part of my health focus like i've always been pretty focused on my health and being active and my diet and everything but at that time i was extremely extremely focused on like blood sugar and glycemic index and glycemic load of foods Jesus. just because of the impact that you know spikes can have on your system right like how it wow. how your body responds and things like that she knew that i told i told she, literally she was using that language i told literally <laughs> no one about any of that and she, and at some point in this whole in this channel channeling or, yeah, okay. or whatever you want to call it and I ha- and it's recorded too. Like I, oh, she no recorded way. it. Yeah. Wow. She just she stopped and she said, "You're." She's like, "You're very concerned with your blood sugar. You you pay attention. You monitor it. You whatever oh, she had said." Wow. And I was just like taken hugely aback by that because literally no one. I'd never spoken to anybody about that ever at all. Which, and that was, was she a, actually throwing around words like glycemic? Blood no, the blood sugar thing she Okay, was, she did say like, like that though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, that's interesting. I I I don't know what to say about that. It would be interesting like why can't they so they they tell you things that you kind of already know about yourself like i don't know how that would be beneficial it's like hey you you're you're very inter- you know you're interested in tracking your sugar intake yeah and it's like cool um can you tell me what the lottery well, winning numbers are going to be instead like <laughs> yeah, that would be more yeah. beneficial yeah for- i well i think i think what it is is it's more they they try to identify and recognize or at least okay i shouldn't say i'm i'm blanketing this whole thing at least with respect to when i saw her about mine and maybe this is a good reminder for me to listen to it again and kind of see where things are at Mm -hmm. 10 years later but a lot of this stuff she sort of identified i I literally had told her nothing i didn't even make the appointment a friend of mine made the appointment for me and sorry how did you come in contact like she was just like hey i know this person yeah you would you would love to okay yeah and so this this medium spiritual medium woman she she just identifies the things I think that you kind of have going on in your life. And then she expounds on them, right? So for example, mm. with that blood sugar thing, she she mentioned that. And then if I remember right, she said to that it's like, she's like, it's not something you need to worry about. You know what I mean? Like mm. kind of that type of thing. Another thing that she mentioned, this is a little bit more generic. I'm very aware of this, but she could tell 
that I was very, very like into music, which lots of Were you of wearing a Metallica th- t-shirt? I wasn't. I remember <laughs> I was just wearing like, it was in February and I was just wearing like a plain hoodie with nothing okay. on it. And it's very generic, right? Like for sure, there's millions upon millions of people that, that love music. But also she could have said, oh, well, you really like movies or, or something you else. like, like food. That. Don't you like food? Or that or something, right? <laughs> and And so she would say that, you know, you should you should keep using that as your creative outlet. Oh, and you're both. a drummer. Okay. Yeah. Were both. you drumming at that time? Yep. And there was a lot of other things and, you know, lots of like personal stuff. But I think what that particular kind of instance was more about just identifying these things and then providing feedback on them and saying like, no, that's good. You should oh, use I that see. more. And, okay. and, you know, she also mentioned like personality things about myself and everything. So it's it was very interesting. Yeah. And you saw her just the one time? Just the one time, yeah. And would you see any benefit into seeing her again? Like, does she still exist in this? Good question. Is she yeah. in the room with us right now? I doubt it. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, man. Well, hey, man. Look, I like I said, I've, I've never experienced anything like that. I, I, I dig the fact that it seemed to have such a... Um, it sounds like a very positive experience. It sounded like you were kind of yeah. leaving it a little, a little more of a believer, a little bit more blown mm. away. So. Even in the first minute, literally, because she communicates with your guides, right? So she's not even really like looking at you. She's kind of looking behind you. And she, and she was saying that, she goes, oh, you have three. I think we all have like our one sort of Main primary guide. guide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she said that I had um, three sort of spiritual kind of like angel kind of guys or something Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. and she goes the first one was an elderly man that had died because of difficulty with his stomach or something in that area Mm. which would have been my dad's dad my dad's dad died of stomach cancer jesus yeah so and he's still hanging around just making sure you're okay yeah so it's kind of interesting right and i never really knew him because i was six years old when he died and do you like when you, how does that match up with the way that you've kind of communicated with your guides through your aromats teacher? Have you kind of envisioned them the same way? Did yeah, you... like it it helps, right? Like it helps to. Okay. This is this is uh, pre aromats. Two months before I started. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was two months before I first started in 2012. So when you started trying to communicate with your guides, were you very mindful of what she had said to you at that point? It provides context you know what i mean like it provides something to anchor to as kind of ethereal as all that is people be like anchor that doesn't sound very secure or whatever. but <laughs> but it does you know and she said well you've got these three guides and she offered more information on them and and i'm pretty sure i know who all the people are and i know for sure two of the three who the who the people are that have passed on and now i guess are kind of watching over me and then even the sort of primary guide, you know, in classes when Alex says to like speak to your guide, it's sort of, it was already kind of an introduction to me. It just provides more, can't put it into words, but it helps. Yeah. Interesting, man. Interesting. Yeah. Louis, C- Louis CK has got a really good joke about that where uh, he was watching like a, um, a football game. There was a guy after the game and he's talking about how he had such a good game today because his mom was staring down at him from heaven. Yeah. And he's just like, when are you done with your fucking kids? Like, leave your mother alone. She's dead. Could you imagine being up in heaven like, hey, you want to go chill in that cloud over there? I can. I got to go to my kids game. <laughs> 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 this never ends never ends even after Funny. death you're still a mom <laughs> <laughs> still handing out orange slices 
Uh, okay, so you've had 56th. Uh, oh yeah, that's the deaths. thing. Yeah, she's like, you've had fifty six lives, and then Crazy, did she tell right? you how many future lives you have as well? Uh, she did actually. She, you're kidding? Are you yeah. serious? No I've never told way. you this before. No, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many more do you got to go before you make it to Xanadu? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the goal, isn't it? That's where we're all that's headed. That's the goal. Yeah. Uh, uh, allegedly, none. Really? Yeah, dude. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so uh, you're yeah. you're gonna. Buddha it up this time. You're going to... Well, hey, look, I I mean, you know, Carl asked me that question before. Coach Carl, who we've had on the podcast before, is, am I enlightened? And I thought, no. But it's like, what does that, you know, what does that mean? Like when Buddha was enlightened, when he actually made it to that that upper echelon of, you know, whatever it is that we're all kind of trying to ascend to, was he even aware of it at that time? Like, I mean, did did all the hate leave his heart? Did, you know, I just, I... Aren't you always... If you're enlightened, aren't you always a student trying to be more enlightened? Isn't that part of being enlightened to know that you're not enlightened? Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. So you are, right? I guess you are because you said you weren't. So you passed the test. Okay, right. Nice. Well, I feel like Pack I got your bags. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think it works with... <laughs> How do you think it, it works with, um, and, I, and I've seen this before with, with mediums where they'll talk about how your guides are people that have passed. But yeah. Why do you think that like a guide couldn't potentially be like a spirit that's on its way here instead kind of thing, you know, like wow. maybe if you're going to have a child and it's like, how come that one is never watching out for me before it comes here? I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. But then here's the other thing that I don't know. I thought that, isn't it that it's kind of like these souls, they go and then they come back? Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's kind of the, it's not how the Buddhist wheel works. Like, like we keep on kind of yeah. Oh, yeah, coming right. back here yeah. until we figure you know, it out. I don't know very, you know, you know about that, the Buddhist wheel. I don't really know very You know what's interesting, it. man, is that I kind of do and I kind of don't. And the, and the reason that I'm a little more familiar with it is apparently the, the, the movie Groundhog's Day Groundhog is, a, Day, is yeah. a really good yeah, yeah. example of what the Buddhist wheel is. It's, or a, great, it's, a, it's a great movie. It, it, it is. And apparently, I don't know, was it the Coen brothers that directed did that i'm not 100 sure but it's with bill murray it's classic bill murray yeah and they it, that was never their intention but i guess there were some buddhist monks or something like that that got in touch with the director and were like hey nice job on this you totally <laughs> nailed the buddhist will and he's like fuck out of here you're serious i had no idea <laughs> and i don't think murray knew either but i think now now it's like a uh i mean it's i don't want i don't know if it's a cult classic i'm sure it did well at the box office but it's like you know you got you got a people that are in that spiritual space that are talking about how it's really good yeah. representation and i mean when you when you watch the movie through that lens you're like oh shit yeah that is kind of neat yeah that movie's great well i hope that uh i hope that if there are souls on their way here um that uh my child certainly gets here okay because i'm gonna be a father are you yeah man congratulations can man. you fucking believe it <laughs> i can believe it yeah <laughs> yeah my, my lady's three months along man congrats <laughs> That's great, man. <laughs> yeah, I never. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, you can start. You can start calling me Daddy Derek if you want. Sure. I'm totally no, okay that's with weird. It. No, for you're me. good. <laughs> yeah, that's weird for me. But yeah, you I took feel, care of that quick. Yeah. Well, I, I like. I'm tracking it back, and I think it. You know, it. Um, we were in Mexico in August, and uh-huh. you know me, man. Like I shoot ropes, so I'm sure that like <laughs> I'm sure that it was something about that Mexican heat, and next thing you know. <laughs> Cheapers, <laughs> yeah, cheapers. That sums it up. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm excited. Couldn't be happier. Wow, um, it's uh, 
I, I'm, I'm I'm almost feeling a little a little overconfident to be honest with you. Like, hey, I just, that's good, man. I can't believe it, man. So wow, yeah. So you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be Uncle Jimmy. Okay, man, that's wonderful. I'm <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of almost speechless. It's great. <laughs> I was really excited to tell you, man. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. So that's um, that's happening, and I'm you know. I'm praying that she, that she's going to be. I keep saying she like I'm manifesting a daughter. That probably it's probably not a good thing. I don't know. Although I mean, you know, if I did have a son, he could always transition, right? Because I think that we we we're at a point now where children get to pick their own gender. In fact, if the doctor handed me my baby and said, "Here's your daughter," I would slap him and call him a bigot. <laughs> I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> Did we leave that in? I don't think we I could leave know. that in. <laughs> That's really awesome, man. You're gonna have a kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh I'm I'm just I'm super happy. I don't know. It's it's Me too. Thanks, man. Me I too. Can, I could feel that. That yeah. makes me feel really good. That's really yeah, man. Well, I got a lot of love to give and I mean oh, I'm excited. <laughs> That it, thanks, man. I'm, 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 ex- I'm, feels really good to fucking tell you. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to do it on, you know, <laughs> this podcast so we'd be able to capture this moment and mm-hmm. relive it in the future. Yeah. When my daughter's here or my son Beautiful. or my son that turns into my daughter, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to love them no matter what. Oh, I'm going to have to do so much editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better get a coffee on your way home. <laughs> oh yeah okay so um if there's any parents out there and you got any parenting tips please send them to us because i'm looking for that i don't know what to expect now that we're expecting but um you know life is certainly never going to be the same and uh i you know just just trying to wrap my head around that you know just being able to refer to myself as like a father and a dad I've been actually, um, Bella's a bunch of friends that have kids and every time we get together, I'm just like, Hey, so what's it like? How do you figure it out? And they're just like, Hey man, don't fucking stress over this. People have been parents for years. Yeah. Isn't that something, right? Like you're going to be okay. (laughs) It's like, well, you know, I just, I don't know. How do you prepare yourself for something? I think like by the time you get the second, the third, the fourth kid, you're like, I got this down, but it's that first one where you just. But it's true. I mean, there have, uh, how many people have done it before you, you know what I mean? And, uh, and. You're certainly more than a competent individual. Thanks, so, man. Uh, yeah, I hope so. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I would not. I wouldn't bet on you to be the first that can't figure it out. Of course. Well, yeah. I. That's <laughs> for sure. That that instills with some confidence yeah. for sure. So it's. Uh, I think the due date is sometime in May. We've actually got our first prenatal visit at the doctor's tomorrow, man. So uh, I don't know if I actually get to do the ultrasound and the heartbeat and all that kind of thing, but it's. Uh, it's 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 at a point where she's just going to finish up her first trimester and then yeah she gets fat. Wow, man, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to uh, my future son or daughter if you are listening. Just know that uh, <laughs> just know that you've got many many years of being embarrassed ahead of you. <laughs> I'm embarrassed, gonna, mortified. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I am going to be walking into school in my house coat more than once. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's, just, that's not a joke at all. Well, really awesome. Yeah, man. Um, gonna be doing a lot of praying. Do we got time to talk about that? What are we sure. at right now? Seventeen. Seventeen. Nice. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I think that, um, and I think that this goes really well with uh, what we were talking about as far as you know, mediums and, and past lives and all that kind of stuff is is prayer. Yeah. And um, Jim and I were 
kind of discussing, uh, wanting to bring this topic up on this on this podcast. I think we've touched on it before. When you think about prayer versus meditation, first of all, meditation is more like kind of going in, mm-hmm. whereas prayer, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this, kind of seems like you're going like without. You're asking maybe the big guy upstairs for something, and some people treat him like, you know, he's up there granting wishes like a genie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it's more like praying to something higher than yourself i think that's yeah i think that's predominantly how it's received as or interpreted as but that's the i think that's what's important to kind of discuss is that i think a big part about what maybe keeps people away from prayer is that Mm -hmm. they largely associate it with religious beliefs or beliefs in uh in a god or or whatever it might be when there's certainly uh, that aspect of it, and that's a-okay, you know, like whatever works 100%. for you. Yeah. And for a large part of my life, uh, I was of the same belief, but really belief because of not having another belief or, or anything. That was the belief I grew up with. Exactly. So it was kind of like, yeah. this is, you know, this is what we believe in this house, and you're in this house, and yep. not in a bad way or anything like that, but just not an opportunity to kind of assess it on my own. And, and, and that was part of also what, when I sort of, started thinking about it on my own that's what kind of turned me away from it as well because mm-hmm. sure i didn't connect with it you know mm-hmm. in that context and i didn't really know if i knew how to think about it differently and part of the meditation that we've done and and what we've been exposed to in the classes and the teachings that we've had is it it's really shifted my opinion of prayer being something you know like up to the whoever wherever on the clouds to really just a higher power or a higher self higher or, self, or sure. my or my own self you know and even i agree with you where whereas what you're saying about meditation being going within i kind of viewed um the meditation as going within like you were saying mm-hmm. which i agree with but that prayer can also be going within but like on a higher level, if that makes sense. Sort of. You know? Sort of. Yeah. I don't use it consistently all the time, actually. Sometimes I do actually feel as though I'm speaking to a higher power or the universe or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And sometimes it feels like the prayer is is kind of like me to me type of thing. And mm. and I think that's maybe where a lot of the power is, is that you can you can suit it for yourself and and what makes what resonates for you the most but i certainly i can say this for sure as as maybe none of that really is super duper concrete but i it doesn't i don't associate it with like a religious direction anymore at all so people that do that that are in a religious setting for instance and pray together there's a difference between praying by yourself and praying with others correct yeah, it's well, it's the power of it, right? I mean, it's the power of this, the energy. And I'll draw analogy towards what's going to uh, create more energy and momentum if you have ten people in a football stadium cheering for their team, mm. or if you have eighty thousand people in that right. football stadium cheering for their own team. It's a good analogy. It's like when you have one log on the fire, it's going to burn brighter with two, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I dig that. That's where the power is, but but also at the same time, like behind that, beneath it, I mean, there's only that's only the sort of the outer level of it and you have to have that right intention and that right focus and that right energy like if people are just sort of engaging in prayer because it's sunday and this is what i gotta do right 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 yeah totally, totally. then then you got nothing from that anyways it doesn't matter yeah it's there's like no heart anything in that. if you go to the gym and you 
and you lift weights that you can easily, easily lift, you're not getting any benefit out of it. You're, you're 100% right. Yeah, and, and just like anything else, man, when it comes to prayer, big surprise, something like consistency is obviously going to help there as well, yeah. right? I mean, like the more you pray, the more consistent that you are. I was actually reading this uh, this article here in Huffington Post, and it, it talks about the science actually behind praying. And I know that religion and science don't always go together, but in this case, it kind of does. And it says, in regard to science, studies done on the brain activities on prayer and meditation have indicated that people who engage in these activities on a regular basis have a change in their frontal lobes. Guess where what's in your frontal lobe your pineal gland right so this is the area that controls concentration and focus when one is in a state of deep prayer the partial lobes power goes down which can contribute to a sense of transcendence that sounds good furthermore it has been indicated that people who pray and meditate on a regular basis have some permanent changes to their brain Self-aware people who have been meditating with clear intention for 15 years or more seem to have thicker frontal lobe than non-meditators or prayers for that instance. The frontal lobes are involved in motor function, problem solving, spontaneity, memory, language, initiation, judgment, impulse control, rationality, and social and sexual behavior. So isn't that amazing Mm -hmm. that just by the power again of our minds, Mm -hmm. we're rewiring ourselves and and causing positive changes to our brains, man, to Mm -hmm. our, to our frontal lobes. Like if you're not seeing benefit to doing this overnight, there's a reason for that, you know, stick with it, Mm -hmm. keep doing it, believe that it's going to do something, believe that it's going to work. And guess what? It will. The power prayer is a real thing, just like meditation. And yeah, and that's a great find. And I, and I think as time goes on, these this research and these studies are just going to continue more and more and more. And there more data, concrete, actual data is going to come out mm-hmm. in terms of how we can use our brains and our minds and, and everything within them in the pineal gland and, you know, mm-hmm. your quote unquote third eye and yeah. create those chemical compounds that DMT that create different states of consciousness and awareness and enlightenment. And I think it's just going to come out more and more and more. And then you're going to see these things where it might even go back to all these sort of mythical stories you'll think about. Mm figures in history being able to to do certain things or oh. create miracles or and and they may seem like they these are sort of uh kind of fictitious stories of the past and then i think when we learn totally, when we learn more about these things we'll see the connection of what these stories are actually trying to tell well isn't one of the the theories is that the egyptians could could move like yeah. the, the, the way that they built the parents because they could move certain things with their fucking minds with well, I th- I thought it was with like frequency, so frequency kind of okay, same so. thing, or like sound frequency. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because everything has a vibration, right? That's science. Everything has a vibration, and I think part of the theory is that they learned how to use the vibration or counteract it or whatever it was with other vibration to actually use that as f- movement of force of movement or whatever you want, but but things like that, yeah. You know what, man? I just think, it's it, isn't it so nice to be able to live in a day and age where you have so much exposure to these kinds of things, right? Yeah. Like you had such a, a, a perfect example of how when you were a kid, it was like, this is the way we do things. Right. This is what prayer is. This is how you use it. And you're thinking to yourself, well... I have no basis for a comparison here. Yeah. I don't have access to the internet where I can maybe challenge some of these things. So, you know, every church that I go to, they all say that's kind of the same thing. 
So I guess this is how it is. But now we live in a world where somebody can connect with somebody else online or, or read something else or just like everything's at your fingertips where you can start questioning things and figure out how something can work better for you. Yeah. It's a beautiful and thing. It is. And and honestly, I think like if I think I think prayer is a is a part of like self care and self love. I agree. I really do. At least that's what man. it's been for me because it's it creates optimism and hope for me. It yeah. makes me feel not alone. Not that I'm ever alone, right? Like you're sitting right across from me and yep. even when you're not here, I know you're there and I'm not alone. So I have that. But there's also that sense of spiritually and, and your soul, like not feeling alone in that space, you know? And I, I think that, when man. you can tap into whatever that communication is, whether it's with your higher self or a higher being or whatever it is, like I, there's great power in that. There is, there is. And to be able to do that any second of any day as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. always got, you've always got that option. You've always yeah. kind of got that, that, always that telephone call to, to God or your yeah. higher self or whatever yeah. it is, man. Yeah. They're always answering. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Good episode, brother. Yeah. This felt good. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you all for listening. Thank you very much for uh, being a part of this momentous occasion. And uh, we're going to pray for you. Yeah, we will. All pray right. Pray for yourselves. Love you, buddy. Love you too. Love you, future child. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>